0: and welcome to our weekly ICT4D conference podcast. My name is Sonia Ritzel from CRS, and I'm interviewing experts for you to talk about digital development trends, innovations, and good practice. Today, I have the pleasure to speak with Anthony Makumbi in Uganda about digital transformation, IT priorities, and digital skills. Thank you for joining us. Could you please introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Thank you, Sonia, and hello, everyone. We are all talking about digital transformation, and the issue of digital skills is something we cannot ignore. My name's Anthony Makumbi. I work as the Chief Technology and IT Solutions Director for Shared Action Africa, a non-government organization that operates in 24 countries. I am a social entrepreneur and also part of several professional advisory groups globally that support organizations transitioning through such times.
0: Thank you. The pandemic is forcing humanitarian response and development agencies to support their programs and partners at a distance and their colleagues in working remotely from the safety of their homes. That really emphasizes the need for digital transformation. How has the pandemic accelerated this progress and changed your overall use of digital technology so far at your organization in Uganda?
1: The pandemic has forced the humanitarian response and development agencies to a new digital business model that we are all trying to embrace. As an organization, two years ago, we embarked on a digital transformation journey across the business as part of our five-year strategy with an overall goal of reducing the cost of operations, increasing knowledge transfer, and increasing our resource mobilization drive. We started with areas that would directly reduce costs by enabling staff to work from anywhere so that we could cut operating costs that were pretty high. Though the issue of remote working was not a core part of our plan, we had a few people doing so. We had already integrated technology in some of our program delivery approaches like digital curriculums for interventions to do with capacity development. Our roadmap was such that within five years of the strategy, we would have covered 100% of the program support processes. The pandemic fast tracked the roadmap, especially now that we are in the recovery stage, from the response stage, and we are having more people working remotely, which basically also says the number of people working remotely is also the number of offices we have. Our, risk, our focus was, and still is, to keep staff safe. We embarked on collaboration and communication platforms, and we didn't have to go through a systematic digital training approach, but had everyone getting on board progressively. We had a few issues that I'm sure many have faced and could be facing, particularly on how to handle yourself on such platforms. We thank God that we are at 90%, partially with routine processes that cover the majority of staff. As we embark on the restoration stage, we should be able to handle other areas that directly impact partners and our direct beneficiaries. It's all dependent on budgets.
0: And what are the trends you're seeing, especially in Uganda, around the use of digital tech and the impact of the pandemic, as well as partnerships?
1: In terms of trends, we have seen increased use of collaborative and communication tools, mobile phones, online collaboration tools, MS Teams, Zoom, and so on and so forth, across the material sector, and use of platforms that enable quick digitization of processes. And this will be the norm for a very long time. We also noticed increased use of data generators as a result of the use of these platforms we see more use of online platforms for advocacy and resource mobilization as we note also that over the years many organizations have been grappling on how to generate data and also utilize this data and a lot of this has also been held back by the ability of organizations to purposely digitize their processes i am hoping this pandemic will lead us to that Place where we can utilise data to actually make quick decisions, study trends and respond to them instantly.
0: Thank you very much for your insights. Based on these main trends and current challenges, let's now talk a little bit about how this all might impact the future and your overall IT planning. What have you identified as your key IT priorities for the coming year ahead?
1: We shall continue to find ways on how to keep everyone safe as a priority with the increase in the use of the internet we are more exposed to the risk associated with it and thus the call for increased digital literacy as an organization we shall continue with our digital strategy towards a digital business model with a strong focus on digital literacy and increased access to digital services the pandemic has exposed the level of digital divide the education sector alone has placed a big question to us all, whether we have focused on the core areas all along. In general, I foresee a new digital business model for the humanitarian and development sector, with more collaboration in the delivery of services to those in most need of them in the world. And I also see with increase in the use of these digital tools, but though by those that have not been able to access them for a while, we shall realize Um, a bigger trend in terms of empowerment of these people to be able to drive their own development agenda. Something that every development agency has been looking forward to in whatever they do.
0: Thank you for your insights. Uh, You already mentioned the importance of people and digital literacy and digital skills. What are the main digital skill gaps right now that you're seeing and how has this changed during the pandemic?
1: When we talk about digital skills, we are broadly focusing on digital literacy, which is having skills you need to live, learn, and work in a society where communication and access to information are all increasingly through digital technologies, the internet, social media, mobile devices, and other digital devices. We also know that digital skills go hand in hand with technology literacy, basically having access to digital technologies. There are about five areas that have been exposed in this period of the pandemic in terms of digital skills gaps. Uh, One is using devices and handling information. Two is ability to create and edit information. Three is the ability to communicate on the digital platforms. Four is the ability to transact on these digital platforms. And five is the ability to remain safe and responsible Online, These are the areas I find as digital skill gaps uh, that need to be tackled now and in the coming future.
0: How can the development and humanitarian sector become more inclusive and support a global digital capacity building to further local leadership?
1: In the education sector, we have close to 70 to 80% of students in the developing world left out through online schooling. I think it's time we collectively and deliberately integrated digital literacy through the programs we design and deliver across the world as humanitarian organizations. And further lobby donors to directly fund programs that have a component of digital inclusion, particularly in education and health for a start. For a more standardized and inclusive approach, the policymakers need to come up with policies that support this agenda and development agencies need to push for these policies to be developed and operationalized. I believe with these policies, other development players like corporates or providers of these technologies will be able to include this this section of the global population that has been left out into their plans, which is currently a challenge because of their business models. It's a collective action among different players. For example, for online schooling, the cost of the technologies that enable these services is still unaffordable. I am hoping big players like Microsoft, Dell, HP, Apple, and the telecoms can be able to respond to this call. I see some models that can make this happen with these big players to make this a reality. Why education? Because it's the entry point of transformation in any society.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. That's been a wonderful interview and I wish you a great rest of your day. Thank you. And thank you all out there for tuning in. More information about our upcoming podcasts and webinars can be found on our website ict4dconference.org. Hope you will join us again next week.